Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. Welcome all of you returning. The crew, the main crew, um, great to connect with all of you. And those of you that are new or just found Awakenings, welcome to the program. Welcome to our community in consciousness. And hello, everyone in the chat, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room and the place of my sound engineers. Let me know how my sound is. Oh, great. So I see callers already um, in the queue for readings, which is great. You know, I love doing readings. Um, if you did want to call in or you had a question or a comment, that number is 347-539-5122. And also ge- another gentle reminder that for guest suggestions, topic suggestions, please email um, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, not me personally. Um, or Facebooking, it's just easier. Um, we have people that work on the show, and they'll get right to it, doing the research and connecting back with you. So again, Awakenings Podcast at gmail.com, and that's for guest suggestions, topic suggestions, email questions as well. Um, we did have some email questions about my intro, my blog at the end of the intro. We're actually going to be updating, changing the intro. So if any of you have any ideas, or want to do an intro for uh, Awakenings, if you feel that you have the skills and you want to um, be a part of that, uh, you can email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, attention, Sadie. And, um, but we are changing that as because my blog is soulplayground.life. Just um, I haven't got around to it, but I'm doing a lot more media stuff again and working on some TV projects. So we're doing a lot with, you know, audio, sound bites, and video and that. So we're getting to that. Um, let's see, Crystal Boat. Hi, Tamara. Afternoon, beautiful energies. Okay. Yes, in the chat, that number is 347-539-5122. Hey, Tamara. Got people here. Okay, so I am going to get to callers pretty quickly because we do have a lot of them. Uh, we do have a great guest, as always, at the second half of the program. We have Bree Melanson with us, um, who's also a psychic um, medium, I believe. So we will be talking with her and jumping in and uh, seeing what she has going on and what she'd like uh, to share with you. We're going to be talking about her personal journey as well as the work that she does. Okay, so looking forward to that. So that's the second half of the program. If you would like to stay, stay definitely and join that. Okay, I'm just saying people, saying hello to people in the chat room. Got into the chat a little later. I set up everything, then I went into my meditation, then I realized I didn't open the chat. I had two 
windows open for the queue. So <laughs> so people are just now getting in, and that's, that's fine. That's okay. Oh, nearly forgot, nearly forgot. Okay, so this weekend um, is the first start of my series. I've got the uh, Clearing the Core Belief workshop, wounding, core wounding, and belief. By the way, the high vibes, those of you that are doing it know, um, and maybe I'll send something out, is just unbelievable. I'm probably going to bring it back again, maybe in November. I mean, I'm so enjoying it and seeing the change. The other day I'm walking down the street and I I was going to go with a friend of mine to the farmer's market. And don't worry, I'll give you that. Well, let me do that really quickly before I get off on my little tangenty, my little tangent, tangenty. Let's see. Where are we? Where are we? Let's see. Uh, liberate core belief. Do, 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 do. I'm just trying to see so I can give you the direct link. Well, it's on my website, soulplayground.life. You can go there and um, find out any information. If you really want to shift, I'm telling you, back to back, the, doing the, the releasing the core wounding and the core belief, belief. It, it release the core wounding, you find out what it is, we release it, we work with it energetically, psychologically, spiritually, we work, um, we do some deep regression work and get to it. It doesn't just pop up. That with the high fives program and the um, intuitive is just the bomb, the bomb. It gets you on, it gets you fueled, soul fueled and spirit led. It's like the kryptonite uh, for the soul connection. So if you have any interest on that, uh, the Liberate, it's Liberate Your Life. It was named by um, actually three people that did it, one, but they didn't know that they gave me the name. I was looking for a name, and I was trying to think, Liberation, Liberate, Freedom, Freeing Up. It's really – because when I first did it on myself, I felt my life just totally shift. I mean, I felt such an opening. And I already live open and expansive. Those of you that know my, you know, my life adventures – but still, I saw how everything had been framed, and it, it really, like one person, one participant had said that they were living from the pattern, you know, and from the wounding, and now they're living from their truth. So it begins this Saturday, September 22nd, and it goes for two months, and we, I give growth work in between. Um, there's some, you know, email support, phone coaching, uh, as well as, and we meet a second time. Um, so yes, so if you, this will really help you answer your soul call, the healing and empowerment program, if you're feeling stuck or self-sabotaging or saying, I know there can be more. And believe me, I'm living a pretty amazing life. And it, it was the thing for me. It kicked my ass really in a good way. It kind of kicked me into high gear. So, um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's, um, I love doing this kind of stuff anyway. So if you're interested in that, you can go to soulplayground.life and then look at the events. Uh, there's a, a page. You hit the events happenings icon, and um, that will help you. Oh, thank you, Tamara. Put it in the chat. Yeah, it's on Eventbrite as well. And, of course, it's also on my website. And I think what I'm going to do, I've had some people ask what I list the workshops that I'm doing. I've kind of... You know, over the years, I've created channels, so many for, you know, whether online or other universities, colleges, schools, 
spiritual centers. Um, and over the year, I've done a lot, you know, either online or, um, you know, developed a curriculum for metaphysics, spirituality, med- you know, meditation, hypnosis, you know, shamanic work, using my training. But I really, there's a few now that I'm really impassioned about and have narrowed down um, that I just feel are so key. They're really fundamental and foundational. They're fundamental in your trans transition and change into transcending. They're very transcendent and really boost people into more soul-aligned living, soul-connected living. And it's, it's, it's really a quantum. So it's, it's 3.0. <laughs> yeah. So if that interests you, there it is. Um, Oh, Tamara's saying, great idea to do this autumn equinox timing. Yes, there's just so much change right now that's up for everyone, and there's major shifting. Even Robert Wilkinson, those of you that didn't hear the interview, uh, the last one is amazing, and then the one before that, I had given channeled information, and he, you know, had been listening. I didn't know that, unbeknownst to me, and then validated and explained why, uh, using the, the tool of astrology. He's an amazing astrologer. You can find out information about him at AquariusPapers.com. Um, and, of course, then we had Daniel Fiverson, another astrologer that's very dialed in, um, that also explained um, from an evolutionary astrological uh, standpoint. So this is... You know, the the idea right now is really to move into that space. And it is a space. It's a space of being or expressing. Everything is, you know, we, we carry our space around with us. I mean, we move in and out of space. But, you know, people, you want to call it your aura, you know, and, and that extends out into the subtle energy that we are, right? So it is more, especially if you look astrologically to the aspects that we have with Neptune. I mean, I think we had that it was an adjusted adjustment trine, a trine of adjustment, that Earth trine uh, tapping us into, you know, uh, Neptune, but really anchoring it with that Saturn, Saturn and Capricorn, and then Pluto, you know, the the evolution, revolution um, influence, right? is really charging people to go to that next level. And then you have that, well, the, the um, Jupiter and Scorpio is really bringing people into the depths to go deeper within, to anchor. And, and it is about digging deep. I mean, that's the one thing I can share. You know, some people ask me, can we, I talk about, I talk about moon magic a lot and I talk about manifesting and how we're really being more guided to manifest from the soul level. And many of you know that have been friends of mine or clients or done workshops with me. A lot of you have been traveling with me for the longest time. And believe me, you know, and I've spoken this on air as well as, you know, in workshops that, you know, I, no one wanted to, in the late 80s to 90s, people were, didn't want to talk about the soul, didn't believe in the soul. Also with the whole idea of the secret and kind of the misinformation about the law of attraction, which is magnetic attraction, not the law just of attraction. You have to be magnetic to draw in. You have to be more receptive when we're trying to draw in. If we're too electrical, we repel, right? But sometimes we do need to be electrical in our life. 
But people didn't want to have the soul, and I'll explain why, because it does imply a limitation. But once you know what the limitation is, and I would say it's just, instead of a limitation, let's look at it as a boundary. It, because the soul comes in with something specific, specific gifts, talents. However, this is why we say just as much as you can be on the right path, you can be on the wrong path, right? We are, we are living in a polarity plane. There's up and there's down, there's hot and there's cold. You know, sometimes people say, oh, there's no wrong path or everything, you know. No, you can't have it both ways. You can't say I'm on the right path. That invokes, you know, that there could be a wrong path. And, again, that's up to each individual or whomever you're working with if you trust to help you see that, you know, is this part of your soul's path? Is this part of your learning or healing? Or are you repeating things knowingly that are non-life enhancing? That's where wisdom comes in, some awareness and enlightenment. But we are being nudged to manifest more from the soul, which means less from the wounding or the egoic plane, right? So, yeah, back, you know, kind of in the day, people, they didn't understand the soul, didn't want to talk about it. It was all body-mind, 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 spirit. I mean, we're just getting to the spirit. But now the idea to say, I need to find out what is my really meant to do, what's really fulfilling. And that's really always been the game. But it's on some level, it was covered up with a lot of, you know, kind of tricks to if you do this, you'll be happy, or so-and-so's happy doing this. So the, the standard was set. And, and this, you know, I was having a conversation this morning with dear friend and assistant of mine and we were talking and I said you know just wait till Pluto goes into Aquarius it's going to be about the community and the individual people are waking up recognizing hmm I am a unique individual so what so-and-so down the street does may not apply but it's getting it more into the culture the cultura it's getting it more into the mainstream consciousness so that People are not programmed this way, which it doesn't work anyway. I always call it the rule book that doesn't work. People get this rule book passed on, and then they realize, oh, my God, this doesn't work or this doesn't bring me happiness anyway. Let's see. Crystal Bowles Gretna has got a little question. Let's see. Michelle, I had a woman's voice say, hi, Sue, plain as day, and I thought someone was in my house with me. The voice was so familiar but I can't peg who it was I have a feeling it may be a new guide I would say yes I would say absolutely yes um you know that happens you know it's funny because I had that similar the other day um that I actually know who it was on the other side but I I felt the presence first before I heard the voice you know and I've shared about this before that there's this bleed through as these dimensional walls you know just our separation through vibration, which I call the veils, are lifting or dissolving, more and more lifting or dissolving, we are more in, in that realm. You know, many people right now are having what's called bleed through, where you're bleeding through or it's bleeding through to you. It's meshing or crossing over, um, just like if you spill like a little container of ink. Think of that on a, on a white paper, right? If you spill or paint over, right? So there is this bleed through that's happening a lot right now where people are connecting with their twin soul or twin flame that they're either living with out through the, another dimension 
of the past life, present life is coming in so that we can get the message of what's really right for us. It's, it's extra support, but it's also happening because of the raising of vibrational frequency, the expanding or expanding more on the soul level. We're living more through the spirit realm, the, from the spirit to the material instead of the material to the spirit. So we're aligning more, which is also has to do with that Neptunian energy. We're aligning more into the cosmos, the, co- the, 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 the all that is. We're merging into that. And uh, what's interesting, I'm thinking about a person that I was talking about and they're calling through right now. That's interesting, who is having that bleed through. And I was talking to them the other day. So you're also going to see or feel or see, some of you will see, a lot of what we call the shadowy people, the shadow people, that you'll just see, you know, like an apparition in a way. Some people might call it a ghost, but, but it's, it, it's not like, you know, Halloween kind of looking ghost, but um, a being that's on the other side that is either no longer embodied or still has remnants of their body because maybe they're or a body, they have some form, they're able to take a form, they're able to see them in a, in a human form that are on the etheric and astral plane. So again, as our vibrational frequency is raising, we are connecting more to the Akashic, which is the astral, right? Which corresponds to the soul level. Remember our soul includes our body, our likes, our dislikes, our preferences, you know, how we look, what we're interested in. It is our physical body is, is the soul in, in denser physical form. It's also, you know, you can feel it in the subtle energy. So many of this, many of you, this is happening so that you open, what do you want to call it, faith, trust, belief, inner knowing, that even though a lot of times you don't tangibly see something, or you know that it's there. That's that magic of manifestation, that what you're wanting, what you're hoping for on a soul level that's coming through to you into the, the, the beta consciousness or more egoic consciousness is becoming revealed to you. But it is, well, if it's becoming revealed to you, that means it's already there etherically. It's there astrally. The template is there from the blueprint. You know, it's an emanation from the blueprint. And then it is, what do you need to do? How can you respond to manifest it into physical form? Remember, manifestation just means to bring into physical, to manifest in French is just to bring into, to be seen into physical form, right? So we're all meant to be more receptive to these energies that are also us. Um, oh, crystal bowls, more tones. Oh, my God. I hear, and I, I want to know if other people are having this. I hear more and more. I can't even. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. Celestial sounds, tones, water. The other day, and it's been, I've been hearing the frequency of water. Now, this goes back to, you know, and I've, I've shared this with all of you many, many times. This is why I'm saying we don't, when we, we don't just, what we are and what we're about can best be explained beyond, it's the language of light. It's the language of sound and tone and ultimately mathematics. That's what sacred geometry is. This is why I've said, and it's been controversial, not just, you know, I'm saying it now, but I've said it over the years you know, in this podcast, other avenues when I've been interviewed or, you know, workshops, we don't sit down and say, I'm going to work on this lesson. I'm going to do that. Or you come back with me. 
Yes, on a planetary level, maybe on another dimension or another planet, if you're looking at that. But what we are is so beyond, it doesn't do that. When we merged into the all that is, we are a mathematical configuration expressing and experiencing out. We are that sacred geometry, right, that seed that is the sacred geometry, the spiral of life or, or flower of life. So this is why I feel the tone. So it, it, we're getting, you guys, we're getting, this is the magic of manifestation. As you're ascending, as you're going more and more beyond duality, you begin to hear, you begin to see it. Seeing it is one thing, one level. A lot of people are starting to see it now. But now a lot of it's starting to hear it. Hearing how, because when you're hearing those tones, it is the manifestation of that form. Yeah, so I've been, I was rinsing something out. I'm hearing these water, the tones. And then I shut the water off and turn it on and does it again, right? So it's expanded from my um, <laughs> it's expanded from my the ohms, the ohm and the celestial sounds into hearing these. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd call them tones. I don't know what else I would say, um, but beautiful sound, and it's clearly that frequency of. Tree, I've been hearing also, the tree, the wind, uh, a lot, and then uh, water. And it's just so amazing. Sometimes I just let the water go. I don't don't do it too much because, you know, the whole thing is, you know, watch the water. Um, And I've been drawn more to the beach, more to walk along the beach, right up to the water. I'll let you know what happens uh, then. I'm going to do that in the next couple days because I'm so close to the beach. I'm like, just get there early morning or sunset. Anyway, I'd love to hear how you are all are doing, and um, I'm going to get to callers right now. So let's start with 602. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Hello, Hello you're on Awakenings. Hello, how are you? I'm Hello. doing great. What's your name? Yes, you're on air. Evelyn. 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 Hey, Evelyn. Yes, hi. What, did you have a question? Uh, I was, lately, I've been having a lot of headaches. And I was wondering if it's because I have to find a new job. And every time I get on the computer, I seem to get them more often, you know, to apply for jobs. So I was wondering if you see something coming up, if there's a block or if there's – because I really need to find another job. Yeah, I'm hearing to do it another way and to use your intuition. You're really trying to think about it, think about it, think about it, make it happen, make it happen. And so you might try, um, the other thing I get with you is you do, are needing more more water and vitamin C, greens and vitamin C. That's going to help. Um, but okay. the water is a biggie for you right now. This is another thing. When we start shifting, and I write about this on my Soul Playground uh, blog, I write up the signs and symptoms of um, – awakening and ascension and we go go also into foods and the physical so i do feel you're having another level of your in your awakening as well and it's about bringing the intuition more and the gut knowing so it might be but one of the things i'm hearing besides what i've just shared with you is the time that you look for the the job the, the time that you're looking to see what works for you you need to vary that okay and i feel perhaps do something a walk or swim or some kind of dance or movement, something else, or, or just be in nature, do something else that is not um, 
so task oriented that's as you know aspecting more of the right brain so something mm-hmm. a little bit yeah unfocused work you know and focused something creative but they're also saying movement and then go look and then come back yeah okay so that and that's and that's going to shift it yeah you got it yeah it's just a shift for you that your higher self is wanting you to connect in more with your intuitive not just knowing but feeling like what is your true biorhythm you know what is your I'm, why is this? I'm kind of finding it hard to to find a, a niche of what I want to go in, you know, because now I'm just kind of applying what, for all kind of like maybe office jobs yes, and stuff. Yes, that's and, what you are. Yes, yes. But you're meant, and then your journey is to look and see what is most. You're right now. I feel your next step is a transitional job, and from that, you're going to have the structure to then focus more on yourself to find out what's the next thing that you want to do. What's the next work purpose, or what's more fulfilling for you? So as long as you have that plan, it'll be easier to do. You'll find the job more easily and more quickly is what I'm hearing. Okay. All right, Evelyn, keep listening. All and, right. Uh, thanks for calling in. All right. Thank see. you. Have a good day. You too. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello? 678, you're on air. I'll come back. Seven eight seven six eight. Okay. Sometimes people walk away. Okay. Two zero three. You're on air. Six seven five. Should say you're Hi. unmuted. So. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. Who am I speaking time. with? My name's Pat. Hey, Pat. This, hi. It's the first time I've listened to your show. Um, what kind of readings do you give? Just ask the question. I can do all kinds of readings, so I don't do them all here. But yeah, just just what, did you have a question? Um, I've, I've sort of been in in the throes of trying to start my life again at age sixty five, yes, and have received sort of nothing but blocks and misfortune, and then now kind of worn down and illness mm-hmm. from that. I don't know if it's thyroid reacting to all of it, but. I've been struggling with health issues that I can't figure out. So I keep getting sort of stopped, and um, it's getting hard. Um, I've struggled my whole life, and I'm tired of another struggle without seeing anything Mm -hmm. coming from it. Okay, I see that. There's a lot of Pluto in the first house and and Aries. So it's the sense of self and your self-identity and also your body and how you see yourself and others see you. So it is about what is your next form. Now, here's the deal. I see you coming out of this. Um, boy, let me see timing-wise because it's – well, towards the close of the year, I would say here's the deal. You are in a major healing focus. It is about the physicality, the physical. So a lot of times when I see this deep kind of healing, it, it is it is about making peace with all the all the loss, all that you feel has held you back, and it's it is that deeper healing of that, and then really simplifying your life to see what brings me the most joy in the simplest way. You know, is that that cup of tea with someone or the cup of coffee or 
what it, your spirit is asking you, look at the common thread that got you through. What's that gold thread that got you through everything? And focus <laughs> on that. Now, I do feel there is an issue with you hormonally. Part of it is thyroid. Part of it is the adrenals. So, I mean, there's great supplements, you know, online or at a health food store that will support the thyroid or the, you know, the adrenal, um, that GTA 90, I think it is GTA is a great, you can get it online, supplement for the thyroid. Um, GABA, GABA Calm Mind or GABA by Superior Source Naturals will help with energy, but also is a neurotransmitter, helps with the, the, the happy, you know, the endorphins, uh, GTAs by Biotics. But I would say right now, if you can do like some great greens in the morning and, you know, smoothie with banana, you know, get some nice protein powder, um, really, and for some reason, I'm getting a lot with you with bananas for some reason. So I don't know if there's something off of the minerals or your electrolytes. Um, and a good B complex with C. Really, right now, Pat is about supporting the physical body. And seeing yourself differently. I feel through this, you're going to believe, believe me, I swear, 5,000%, you are going to have a renewal and a, a renewal that you have not ever had before. You are going to have a renewal. But, yes, you are in the, the throes of it. You're in the thick of it right now. You know, you're kind of in the center of it, I feel, moving through it. Um, I hope that helps. And I want to say write. I feel like writing your experience, just getting the words out. Because I do feel on some level, and I don't know if you've ever explored this, but I do feel on some level you are a writer, you're a communicator. And, and perhaps you feel you've been blocked in that area. I'm not sure. I feel right now it's more for you, but I feel next year there could be something that you – Actually, next year looks really good, even towards the close of the year, December and all into January. I see new people around you. I see some type of, you know, spiritual center, you know, I don't know if it's denominational, but I feel like there's some community aspect where I feel you're really going to shine. So this is about, uh, yeah, deep-rooted healing, but I've, I promise you, you are going to come out the other side uh, a lot stronger and, and shining even more is what I'm hearing and, and activating some of your gifts. But right now, it, you're right, it is the healing, focusing on the healing and savoring what's that common thread? What is that silver or gold thread through everything? And how can you go back to that and reinforce that and, and allow more of that or create or make more of that in your life, bring that more into your life? Can I? Can I talk right. a little more with you? Now I got to go to the next caller. But. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Pat. Did you just appear? Yeah. No, Hi. no, I'm here. I'm here. Oops. Hello. Okay. I'm here. All right. Uh, hello. You're on air. Hello. Pat. If you want to contact me, you can contact me at soulplayground.life. Hello. Hello. Hello.
Okay, I'm not sure that I lost connection. Um, okay, let's see. Let's just get real. Pat, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. I don't know what happened. I guess absurd or tick or something. Um, but yeah, does, I hope that helps you a bit. Can I say something? Sure. You, you said you said twice. I'll I'll find my life like it's never been before. It almost made me cry because my life actually has been hell for sixty five years, and the common mm-hmm. thread I, I kind of laughed at. The common thread is that I stayed alive through all of this, and sometimes that's the horror of it. But that's the only common. You know, I'm mm-hmm. laughing because it's sort of like dark laughter. But that is the common thread that I've stayed alive where. I've been told by therapists and many people I should be dead. Mm. And I just, you know, I'm still trying to find something to want to live for. You know, I'm still hanging it's on. It's coming. But this this, okay. this is it. This is it. And this, you, you were alive, but it's what you did to keep yourself alive. You need to go back and jot that down. There's some key things. Because one of the things that's happening, and, and you know, fair or unfair, we get at the beginning, the middle, or the end, you know, our life, where we get the, the goal, what are we meant to really, you know, it all kind of all pulls together. And I feel that there's a lot of people that are going to be under a lot of tumult. We're in the rude awakening right now. And your voice and what you have sur- met, survived is going to be needed to be shared, whether one-on-one, casually, in some form of a blog or a book, there's some, and I see the community, there is a space for you in the community to share. So right now, it's like, right now it's looking and going, oh my God, I've survived. How did I survive? I did this. I thought this. I did that. And write it down. It's going to make sense to you. It's the common thread all the way through. Because you didn't just survive, you bounced back. That's a big deal. You, You bounced back. You were able to bounce. A lot of people don't bounce. You were able to bounce. So there's a resiliency there that is needed in the, up, in the upcoming times. But I didn't bounce back in 2000. I didn't bounce back. Yeah, well, it may not be as high as you wanted to, but you did bounce back. You found this program. You did. Yeah. The thing is, a lot of the a lot of people right now. What what sign are you? Earth sign. Um, Cancer. Okay, Cancer, so you're dating that. Libra rising. Okay, so it's the Libra, but it's also the Cancer. You're getting the the opposition through the Pluto and, and Saturn and the Capricorn uh, energy. And I don't know. I'd have to look at your house placements as well and other aspects. However, because I, what I get is there's been a lot of people the last. Um, you know, 10, 11, 11 to um, plus years that have um, kind of been held down, held down. Yeah. You know, like they just can't get, like a ceiling. There's a, you know, plexiglass ceiling. You can't just get through. They just, you only go so far. Those people are about to, to resoundingly bounce higher and more forward some it'll be the close of the year. Some it will be it will be starting um, in, sept- in uh, September in uh, spring on of next year. So I do feel that you are are in that in that group. Okay? okay. So I know it's been tough. I can feel it, and I know that you. But you've bounced. 
but I know that I can see the ceiling, but that's about to be lifted. Okay. You give All me right, hope. I, big I, hug. I, I, I appreciate. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. Well, you haven't listened, but I'm a straight shooter. If I didn't see it, I wouldn't say it. So, okay. Yeah, I Thank do you. See it. I appreciate right. that. God bless. Thanks. Good book. God bless. You're welcome. There we go. Hello, you're on air. Hello. Welcome Hi, to the program. Hello. You're on Awakening. Hello. What's your first name? Uh, my name's Donna. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, Hi, Donna. Welcome. My call. Hi. Um, Hi. Uh, yeah, I had a, a kind of a, a question. Well, like the past two years, like I've been really going through a healing thing. Um, you, you know, my, my husband left, we had problems, part was my fault and this and that and the other thing. And I was just not myself because I'm usually happy, bubbly. I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. Um, the past, um, like a couple of days, like I'll, I feel back that way again, and like today, I had a really good day. I felt real positive, and you know, like, do you see me having a, a relationship um, again? And with and, and you know, things go with my, and like a, a, a family atmosphere again. Yes. Yeah, so now, why do I see you're either have children or going to have children? Is what I'm hearing. So I do see. Oh, no. well, I'm 56. Um, my my children are grown, but I have. Oh, do they yes, have little? I see little kids around you. Who are? Oh yeah, I have grandchildren. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, because I see kids around you. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so there's right now. It's a lot about you, your work, you getting out there, you finding the fulfillment of your life. I, I, I want to say I see another relationship, and I feel that it's going to be somebody, you know, consistent or long-term, again, because I see the ki- little kids around. So it's definitely when the, little, the, kids are, the kids are still around, and I see them around um, him as well. Right oh, now, good. you're, yeah, so that, yeah, so that's not like way far off, because I do see, um and I see the guy likes to travel a bit, uh, get in the car and go. He's um, very active. Yeah, you're reframing yourself to, for it to be more about you. That's what it is. Maybe it's because of the kids and stuff. So that, that's, it's about you now. And so as you're living that more, that's what you're going to attract, somebody that is of that same level, you know, focused on you. You know, he's focused on his life, focused on you, and you, you guys are able to travel and do things on your own. Um, but I feel not right. too far off in the. I don't. I don't feel it's way off. I'm not getting an exact timing. Could even be as early as let's see, December. But those little kids that I see around you are are still little. So yes, it's, I have a five-year-old granddaughter. I have a five-year-old granddaughter. Um, she lives at my house. My son takes care of her, her mother's, um, that's another story. And, um, I have a 12 year old granddaughter and, um, my other grandkids from my son, they, they live, you know, a little bit away. So I don't see them too much, but maybe, you know, cause like I'm hoping, like I, I visualize in my head, like 
uh, finally got to the point, like, what I want to do, like, get a, a place at the mountains, and I would like to have somebody in my life and be a part of my children, like, not all the time, but sometimes, holidays, and, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, you will, you will. But see, that's the thing. That's why I was picking up some a child in your house, either having one or having one in the future, because you live with that one. So yeah, so yeah, not too far off. But right now, focus on you. Get out there. You know, create that fulfilling life that's very magnetic, and that will draw that person in. Because I do feel they're around you. Maybe like two you know, circles out, it's, but it's not real far because I see the kids still young. All right, Donna, thanks for calling in. Much peace. Okay. All right. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Oh, thank you very much for taking my call. Um, and um, I'm calling about work and uh, a possible relocation. Um, and um, I have a plan at this point to um, move to another country and to try to work on my own business. But I've also applied for some jobs um, in the States. Um, Locally. That would also say. call. Yeah. Yeah. What's you your think first I name, should... please? Uh, it's Elizabeth. Well, I feel. Okay. It feels like um, there's something in the States coming through first. And then because, I see uh, travel. Oh, okay. In the States, then I see travel or a trip, and then I feel like you're bridging to another area, but out of the country. And I feel that you, there's somebody, either if you don't know them yet, I feel like you're going to meet somebody that helps you set something up over there, get over, over there, okay? It's not quite yet, is what I'm hearing. So uh, so the job that I've applied for in the States is a job that I would just love, and it's across the country. Um, do you see that coming through? Oh, I wonder if that's it. it, it are, is, that a, what, is there travel involved with that? Um, well, I would travel to go to that job. I'm, I'm now on the West Coast, and that job is on the East Coast. Um, oh, maybe that's what it is. Because I see somebody that you don't know yet on the other across the pond, so to speak, abroad, helping you and helping you set it up. So, but the connection, yes, seems to be here because I see the job on the States first. Oh, you so do. You so, get that, so, so, you, yeah. so you think there's a good chance that I'll get that like within oh, the yes. next month or Absolutely. so? Oh, Absolutely. that's so wonderful. <laughs> okay. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. Has I've been... to help you. Yeah, somebody has to help you set it up. Um. I almost feel like you're going to go there first. I don't know if it's interviewing or there's some meeting, there you go, and then you come back, and then you go again. So I don't know what that's oh, oh, about. Well, that, 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 that would make sense that they that, might want me to come interview in person, and then um, yeah. if they offer me the job, then, then I would move there. So, oh, okay. That's, well, you're on, the that's right, wonderful. you're on the right track. It's about, all, okay. it's about to come together. Oh, thank yep. you so much. Yay! Okay. Congratulations. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Thank you. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, welcome. You're on air. Welcome Thank to the program. You. How are you today? Thank I'm you. How are you today? And I'm oh, doing hi, great. Hi. And who am I speaking oh, with? Are uh, you speaking with Donna? Do- another Do- Donna? Yeah. Okay, hi, Donna. Do- okay. Hi, okay. how are you today? 
So I just wanted to see, um, what do you pick up on a move me uh, to New Jersey? Okay. I don't think interesting. I have a lot of, yeah, it's interesting. I feel, and I want to say those that may not get on the, the, get on the call or those of you that are listening and wondering about moves, I do feel a lot of moves. Some of you that have started your move or started looking, it's the close of the year, November, December, maybe into January. Some of you, I feel there's definite moves September on, September to mid next year. There's a lot of transition right now that I'm feeling in the ethers. Um, some of you are selling one home and downsizing or selling and moving. So let's see. So, Donna, you're bringing that energy in and that method. So you're talking <laughs> okay. about moving as well. Okay. Yes. Now, have you – see, I'm getting with you more December on. So I don't know if you've just started looking or haven't been looking or you're still on the fence about whether to go or not or is it possible. But I feel like it seems like more next year or the okay. earliest would be December. And does this make sense? Somebody vacates, somebody leaves, and you move in. That makes sense, yes. Okay. So there it is. Yeah. So the answer is yes, and thank you for bringing that energy and that message for other people. Um, mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, because this is a time period for huge change for people. There's very, very big change, uh, you know, a lot of transition and shifting, but but life change, like moving out of the country, moving out of city or state, um, you know, major yes. downsizing, changing a job, living differently, yes. So I would say, yes, it's going to happen if you're on the right track, and that's the time frame I would give you. All right. All right, Donna. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling me. You're so welcome. Okay. Wow. Lots of transition and change right now. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, see, this is because it's the, the redirection of energy is all about the soul alignment right now. So for some of you, it's like, Woo, the slate, especially with these eclipses we have, the slate is wiped clean. You're just wrapping some things up. Some new things are sprouting, right? Some of you are really feeling, because what it is is what's best for the soul expression and experience right now. And for some of you, it's going to be a whole lifestyle change. You know, out of the country, moving to another state, living, you know, some are living in the farm and they're going to the big city. Some are in the big city, going to the farm. You know, some are living in an apartment. They want a little cottage. Some of, you know, whatever the, the movement is. And just answer that call by doing what's in front of you little by little. You will be guided. You will be led by the synchronicities. Oh, you guys, thank you so much, all of you that called in. Now it's time for our awakening uh, guest interview and really dialogue. And I'm really excited. We have with us Bree uh, Melanson uh, is coming to the program today. And she is a psychic medium. If you want to tap in or tune into her a bit more while you're listening, some of you like to go to the website, you can go to breemelanson.com, and that's B-R-E-E-M-E-L-A-N-S-O-N.com. And Bree is known for giving soul-inspiring straight talk. She likes to say it like it is and give the assistance that, for those that need that encouragement, upliftment, inspiration, for more, more soul connection. Welcome to the program, Bree. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Good to connect. Thanks. So yeah, let's excited. dive in. I, yeah, I'd like to give our guests as much input and insight um, as to our guests as possible. 
as in really starting with you, how you came upon your path and your first awakening. What was the first awakening that led to where you are now? Uh, so I, you know, as a, as a child, I was intuitive, um, but I like to remind everybody that we all are and we all were. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had my experiences at a young age of seeing things and, and experiencing things that I didn't necessarily have language for or that other people weren't experiencing. So as many as, as, as many of us do, I, I kind of shut off my senses, but I was always super curious and enthralled uh, with the metaphysical world. So I was never really able to kind of shake that. Um, And just, you know, was my, my books were all around metaphysics and self-development. I was following more of a conventional life path and studied international business and was, you know, kind of gearing myself towards the corporate world. Um, And then I just had a few like life, bumps in the road and took some trust balls with the universe of just, you know, uh, studying abroad. Um, my mom got cancer. And when these things happen, we, we tend to get real, real quick. Like we, we look for yeah, support true. System, um, outside of the box. Right. And so, you know, for instance, when my mom got sick, I started praying hard again and um, kind of reopened that part of myself and that uh, that dialogue, and then decided to pursue dance. Um, kind of took a hard hard right towards the creative lifestyle, uh, which right. brought me to Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, as you know, has quite a spiritual community available. So learned how to meditate, and then in my meditations, I just kept hearing, "You're a healer, you're a healer, you're a healer," and I didn't really know what that quite meant. I had always kind of seen psychics infrequently. um, And it really just took a bit of surrender. You know, I just kind of said, universe, whoever's listening, if I'm supposed to do this, I need a teacher. Teacher showed up days Mm. later. um, And yeah, I would, that was an, that was kind of like a psychic energy healing class. Um, and I kind of say that the, you know, once I did finally let go of like breeze visions or what I was following, what I thought I should do with the collective mm-hmm. things we should do, um, I feel like the universe kind of rolled out the red carpet and was like, here you go, come this way. Right. <laughs> um, right. So I started practicing and doing readings and teaching, and I've been doing this for about 10 years. Um, and my first awakening, man, um, there's been so many kind of just beautiful dances Mm -hmm. with life and, and not to, um, you know, those hardships are always, uh, you know, not easy in the moment, but on the other side, just so much freedom. Um, yeah. Mm. Tell us a little bit, and you went corp, so you went into, very often I find that happens on the soul path where we, go in these different areas and sometimes it's, we end up using that somehow there's something, you know, we garner and we use in our life or we're there to help, you know, also help someone else be that light. Um, what were you doing before and how did you get out of what you were doing? Cause I find that fascinating. And a lot of our listeners listening, sometimes they are in that corporate world or they have that job mm-hmm. and it's like, well, 
can I really use my gift? Can I transition out of this into something what they're now finding would be more meaningful to them? Yeah, so it was definitely a slow transition. Um, okay. You know, I always kind of say I wish I had studied what had really interested me, <laughs> like philosophy and right. the arts, which I did a little bit of. Um, but I actually, you know, I was in Los Angeles. I was a dancer. Uh, so I was a hip-hop dancer <laughs> and, like, really inspiring I, I to I'm just putting that in the chat because some of your pieces are so much the mom having cancer, the dancing, the living abroad. I was a model and an actress. I was like, oh, my God, it was so similar. But all the while I had this other part of me that I was also doing, you know, being psychic yeah. and, and channeling. So, anyway, I'm tying yeah, it in the chat. I, so, yeah, how did yeah, you I find think, that? You know, you're aware because it's. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I just, um, you know, with with what you, you know, in in regards to what you have experienced and mine and many of ours, I think we sometimes want it to be this huge leap, and we get frustrated with where we are, but I needed to feel around in the dark, and like, in that moment, dance was perfect for me, and it taught me so much about being in the body and emotion and um, energy, you know, and it was, so it was a perfect transition into mm-hmm. going into more energetic work and spiritual work. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, you know, always kind of appreciating where we're at and following the curiosity mm-hmm. because those are always going to change. Like our purpose is always unfolding, even though I feel deeply that I'll always do this work. I know the manifestation mm-hmm. of that is going to shift and change because of where we got, we're always growing, you know, there is no like, yeah. and then I found my purpose and I put my feet up and that was that or then I finally heal. Yeah. Like that's not that's not a thing. Like <laughs> no, it gets no, easier it keeps going. and it gets yeah. 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 I find so, for me, um, I don't know about you, but some of my most spiritual times and soul connected were was on a film set or TV set with the crew or other people or you know the timeout while you're waiting you know for the next dance routine on a set. Because what did we talk about? Spirituality, metaphysics, healing. And I, I did you ever find people, I found for me, because my agent used to say, don't say anything, you'll scare people if you tell them you're psychic or don't tell people. And I would tell them because that's how I am. And every, it opened, everybody would talk about it and everybody would bring the, the book out that they were reading, you know, or pull it out or say, oh, I just read this or I went to this psychic or I feel I'm a bit psychic or intuitive. What do you think about this? Or I had this experience happen. Did, did you find that as well? Yeah, well, I've, I found that as I moved more into being sure-footed and in not being embarrassed um, or not having those fears mm-hmm. that people don't really show up anymore. Like I've kind of worked that out of my vibration. Um, mm-hmm. So now, yeah, when someone asks me what I do, I say I'm a spiritual medium. I don't beat around the bush, but I think I used to, I used to be like, well, I just kind of like help people change their subconscious mm-hmm. and, you know, I try to make it really comfortable for them, which I'm, I'm happy to do. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable um, or, you know, have the need for somebody to have the same beliefs as I do. But um, I right. do find that the more and that I move into it, the more people show up. Absolutely. That's what I feel. Now, mm-hmm. how did you move in? Because that's a good point. I didn't have that experience. I, you know, I tended to read the people would come in that were kind of like that. But there are people that have the other. What would you say to those people that are opening up? Because I get a lot of calls like, oh, my God, I'm this way. It's weird. It's strange. What's happening to me? or I can't share this, or I tried to share this with a friend. 
you know, or loved one and they think I'm nuts or they're like, what are you saying? What would you say to those people that are opening up with their gifts? And like you mentioned the word, the, the phrase sure-footed. And so how did you get to that sure-footedness and what would you suggest to our listeners how to cope basically sure, with yeah. their gifts opening up? Yeah. I mean, I know this so deeply. I, when I first kind of decided to take this path, I was in a relationship and he mm. wasn't that comfortable with it. And we ended up splitting up and it was amicable and it was fine. But in hindsight, I wish that I would have had the uh, confidence within myself to not need him to have the same beliefs as I did. And I think that's sometimes mm. where we get tripped up, right? It's just allowing the other yeah. person to have their belief system and stand in our own um, and then the other thing is, like, if you are in a relationship and you know your husband or your wife or your best friend is really not comfortable with them, that might not be the person that you want to talk to, or you may just want to mm-hmm. use language that might be more comfortable. So you don't need to say, well, my angels and guides told me this was okay, that, you know, that everything was going to be fine. You can say something more like, it's just what I feel in my gut, and so I'm following yeah. what I feel. I'm learning how to... Yeah. To trust my feelings more. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, just serve it as, as the gateway. They'll eventually. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that, what you're saying, because I, I so believe that as well. I feel like finding that language that that brings the connection instead of the dissonance. And, and also, people don't have to think the same way we do. We really don't. I mean, if they're in our lives, to some degree, there's enough holding them there. There can be. So I think, and I think really that's important in relationship because a lot of times people have their opening or they go in a certain direction or have different interests. And I don't know what it is. I mean, you could have two people in a relationship and one, let's say, is very into bicycling or motorcycles or one's really into, you know, collaging or, or you know, redoing furniture. And they don't expect the other person to be in that and do that with them. But yet when it comes to spirituality or that this kind of belief that we're talking about, the judgment hammer comes down, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's scary because right? it's almost it's that, survival, uh, right? Right. It's like right. what we believe to be true about the world around us. So it's not as easy as mm-hmm. talking about, you know, pastimes. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I yeah, to have compassion for ourselves and the other person and realize also just kind of on a soul level – um, you guys are have decided to come together to probably work on this, and um, mm. you know it's another way to kind of see it. Just in any issue that you're having in your life, is trying to see the soul of the other person versus the husband or the friend that's disagreeing with you or not doing what you yeah. want. So, if right. I can just imagine their soul versus and maybe even just seeing their body as more of the shell what might their soul be here to remind me of what what is the truth what is the lesson that they're helping to ignite versus again from that ego mm. or smaller self where the where the issue with that exists we want to rise above it yeah so there we're always kind of you know more or less helping each other even if it's harder to see on the surface um, especially with, with the hardships, right? It's like the bigger lessons lie within that and then the more freedom that is possible through through moving through that. Mm-hmm. 
I like that right now. So looking at the the soul, what would the soul? So moving out of that that egoic nature, which to me, what you're talking mm-hmm. about is getting into more true connection, I guess, in a way. Yeah, I mean, right. we, um, you know, as a psychic, uh, we're always asking, well, what's, you know, a lot of the questions will kind of always make the joke that it's like all we ever really want is the money or the love or the body, right? <laughs> it's like, when are we going to get that thing and what do we need to do to get the thing? Um, right. But, yeah, just kind of bringing it back to, um, as far like if we're talking about relationships, um, looking at the souls, again, looking at the souls learning, um, what is like, so if everything that existed did in our favor, if, if everything, mm-hmm. literally everything only existed to remind us of a truth, what is mm-hmm. that person reminding us of? Um, what is mm-hmm. the circumstance here to teach us? And a lot of times I think we get hard on ourselves because we're like, oh, this keeps happening and I keep repeating this pattern when really, you know, from a lighter perspective, from the soul's perspective, the soul's like, do you want to step into it? Do you want to step into it? Are you ready to step into it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just, mm-hmm. It's finally a new opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. So our, you know, sometimes we think this, this connection with our intuition and our soul is so etheric, but really, you know, as you know, our souls work through us um all of this divine magic is you know the physical is basically physicalized right um Mm -hmm. and so when we can just try that on try seeing the divine or source whatever you call it within the physical circumstance um that actually helps us to at least kind of try to meet the soul halfway i think you know, we're like, we want these intuitive answers to come in. We want the things to come in. But what are we doing to really nurture our relationship with our soul? And I, I like mm-hmm. to propose the question or even just the journaling exercise of um, if I had a soul, which, which you do, <laughs> what mm-hmm. types of things does my soul enjoy doing? And letting yourself just really free write. And those answers aren't going to be like astral projection, visit Akashic Records. It's going to be like being in nature, um, you know, communing with others, uh, moving my body, uh, swimming. Like they can be very physical things. And then we want to just kind of look at, well, how, how much time am I actually creating for that? union right for and creativity as you said you know just being on set those are all you were already in this kind of creative stage and how else does the soul move through us but through creativity so what are the creative acts that you enjoy doing and uh you know nurturing more of that relationship with our soul and um although there are like so many intuitive practices and tools and methods we can do I find that the biggest thing that's opened my intuition and more of what I guess I could call a soulful life or just like a, a more at ease life was trying on the perspective of the soul, trying to, you know, detach mm-hmm. from the conditional thinking, the, the smaller self and making more room for that, for that allowance and in a real physical way. And, and of course, you know, in meditation. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, there's the realm of the creativity 
Um, I know when I was, especially as a model, people would, I'd be on set, people, oh, what you do, you get, why are you doing that? Why do you, your material, do you like this? And I'm like, I love this. I love what I'm doing. I'm traveling all the world. Mm-hmm. I'm meeting people. You know, it was great. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. this, the narrow, and I want to ask you, Bree, do you think it's changing? Because I feel on some, at one point, and sometimes there still is in certain circles, this narrow focus of what the soul is or spirituality or what it means to be, quote, unquote, spiritual or connecting mm-hmm. with your soul. Cause you just said, you just said, it's not necessarily going to go. Oh, I like to ask project. I just, I mean, that's all just kind of mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, that's yeah. You speak to that a bit. Yeah. yeah and I'm not knocking those things. Those are great ways to connect. I'm just well, no. obviously saying it's yeah. a lot simpler than what we think sometimes. Uh, yeah, I the, agree. Well, the soul does that yeah. naturally. I mean, that's, it is in that space all the time. So yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but sometimes I think, yeah, we just make it like this far out thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the veil is lifting y'all like it's <laughs> heaven <laughs> is here on earth. And as we rise our vibration, our experience with the physical is, is so different. There's more synchronicity. Um, there's more flow and it's so beautiful that, you know, now there are more shows like yours where we're able to just have a conversation and dialogue and, and share about these things and explore them in different ways. Um, and I think, you know, also with everything that's going on in the world, you know, call it contrast or, or yeah, <laughs> we'll call it contrast. Yeah. Um, people are more called to, to step up, to access what we may call our purpose, mm-hmm. which is really just, you know, our expression and wanting to share our our love and our voice in a more powerful way so it is really calling for you know a bigger shift um which is happening naturally for all the reasons Mm. right um yeah so it's it's so refreshing and i'm so thankful um and i think it's it's uh yeah it's it's always been our path to try to to try to figure figure out this whole infinite universe that we live in, <laughs> but bringing it right. back to, you know, as a soul, we, we are with great intention to be in the physical world. And so how can we merge those two worlds? Um, yeah. And a lot of it is, yeah, just we we're talking about doing things that light you up. Um, yeah. Allowing yourself to, to move a little bit more freely in the world. Mm-hmm. I love uh, Tamara in the chat. We've got a wise one here. But it's all spiritual, which is true. It's all spirit. Exactly. Consciousness may yeah. manifest or spiritual. Yeah, that one that one world, I, that one focus. Um, yeah. Now, you talk about gateway. To, can we touch on this? The gateway to the soul. You talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I know you also have an intu- intuition training program. If we can also dive into um, that a bit as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, so we've already, you know, talked kind of briefly about some super easy ways to create okay. that gateway to your soul is making time for your soul, right? Um, obviously, mm. meditation is key. Um, I think where we, you know, go wrong sometimes is we want these intuitive messages to come in right away in our third eye, like this bright, brilliant angel to just come flying down and like roll out a scroll of our life purpose and be like, here you go. <laughs> Here's exactly what you need to do. And that's just 
not how it usually happens. So, um, you know, we have so much available to us without, you know, needing that particular kind of vision to come through. It's something as simple as the body, which is our most intuitive tool, right? Just um, coming back to the present moment, your emotions, the way that your soul and your heart speak through your body. So even if you're, say you're at a fork in the road, um, taking some time to just get quiet and thinking about, say, you know, say there's two decisions you're trying to make, considering both of those and without having the thoughts, just noticing what your body's reaction is. So if your body feels light, um, maybe excited or peaceful, that's going to be more in alignment with the soul. That's going to be more of a, a yes, <laughs> go in this direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously if we're feeling anxious or tight or, or clenched, uh, that means we're going to be functioning a little bit more from our smaller self or the, the egoic self. So something as simple as being aware of the emotions in your physical body is a great way to create more of a gateway to your soul. Um, I also really like just the kind of surrender or the affirmation of I'm ready to see this differently, soul. I'm ready for you to speak Mm. through me and as me. I want to make more room for you. Please help me to see this from your perspective. Um, So Mm. surrendering the game and being like, okay, obviously I'm not getting it. Please, please show me. But what happens is we tend to go to like, I want the job or the money, just make that happen. Would you, (laughs) but really just let me, let me see this differently. Um, I'm ready to step into my learning with ease, um, starting to kind of shift your conversation a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing, you know, with, opening the gateway to your soul is it can be somewhat of a cerebral process. So looking at um, anything that, you know, you're experiencing in your life or something that you want to create. When we look at the smaller self, um, the thinking mind, we, we tend to, um, like if we don't have something that's that's manifesting that we want to manifest, we tend to think that our core belief is that we're not worthy. But it's not that we're not worthy. We it's what we're doing because we because of that. So because I don't think that I'm worthy, I am stifling my desires, right? Um, and a lot of things come from childhood, right? Our subconscious beliefs. So detaching more from our subconscious beliefs, our limiting beliefs, really opens the gateway to our soul. And this has been the biggest thing that has helped me to open my intuition and my relationship with my guides um, is the personal work and and the growth. And it does take a little bit of work, but the payoff is infinite. Um, And it's a lot easier than I think. We don't need to, although I, you know, absolutely um, value therapy, sometimes it can be kind of a, a quicker equation um, and, and, and also supporting ourselves in getting to the healing. So if we look at, um, so say I grew up in a household where there was a lot of fighting, I might have learned that I had to hide in order to be safe. That might have been my coping mechanism. So 
that's obviously going to get in the way in my career, in my love life. Um, I could have had the same upbringing and a sibling could have adopted different uh, coping mechanism. Like uh, I have to absorb other people's emotions to stay safe. It really always usually comes back to being loved and safe when we're looking at, you know, the, the smaller self or the egoic self. So just taking compassionate accountability at what is my coping mechanism here that I'm, that I'm using in the world and what's the new story I want to tell. So if, I, if I'm holding the belief of I have to hide to be safe, um, what's the new story I want to tell? The new story I want to tell is maybe that I um, am a gift to the world and that it's safe to be seen and that as I allow myself to be seen, I allow others to feel free in doing so as well. And then I might journal a little bit around what happens if I hold that belief. So if I hold that belief that it's um, that I'm a gift to the world, how would I think? How would I feel? What would happen in my life? And really kind of redirecting your thought patterns and your emotional frequency to what that looks like and feels like. So doing some of that kind of like deeper work around the beliefs and then aligning yourself more with the other way that you could say it is, what would my soul believe to be true? Instead of what's the new, mm. what's the new story I want to tell? Well, how would my soul see this? What is the truth that my soul would tell me? And just, you know, you can do this from a cerebral level. It doesn't have to be through a, a deep meditation, doing some journaling around that. And then when the stuff comes up, it's going to be easier to redirect it. I mean, as you know, we're, everything is really in the present moment. We just have a lot of momentum sometimes built up from a lifetime or lifetime of right. these patterning, but it's not that we have a lifetime of this karma. It's, it's more right. like we knew that we could, we could move out of it in this life and here we are, we're going to do it right here. I'm given this opportunity in this, this present moment. Um, so yeah, I the, the personal work in, in aligning more with the unconditional I've found to be, you know, not only transformational in my life and getting the things that I desire and finding more of my purpose, but also opening me up more to receive intuitive hits. It's like when we are knee deep in a problem, say we're sitting at our desk trying to figure out what we should do, we go out for a walk or a hike in nature, that's when we're going to get the inspiration because, because we shut off the mind, we've opened ourselves up to the soulful self. I always kind of make the joke that my guides are, I like, you know, I'll always get ideas when I'm on a run or, you know, of course in meditation, yeah. but in nature. And then I feel like my guides are just like, let her have it. She can have that one. Cause I'm just like, I have a great idea. <laughs> you know, it's like, right, that's, right. that's when we're going to get the information, but it, it feels like inspiration, which is, which is really the same, which is really the same thing. Um, so, yeah, those are some, I think, some really powerful ways to begin to uh, make room for the soul, start, a, start trying on the perspective of the soul, meeting the soul halfway. Um, and then as far as, it, you know, intuition, um, I think we forget to, to be playful sometimes. And, um, and then the trust piece. Right. Like I like to just encourage people to ask for signs, ask for specific signs. Mm -hmm. uh, so in addition to maybe shifting the way that we ask our questions for support, um, asking for you signs. You mean trusting and, yourself, and, asking. 
Yeah, well, um, yeah. and then also trusting, like, when the thing comes in. So sometimes it's like, okay, uh, universe, if you're really there, uh, or dear God, right. please show me show me a sign. And I like to make them specific. So if I ask to see a purple butterfly and I see a pink one, like, just celebrate the pink butterfly. Like, <laughs> Or maybe somebody's <laughs> talking about a butterfly. Like, uh, really trust the things that, that come in. Allow yourself to have fun with the ways that that information comes in. Um, yeah. Make so it, you're make saying it to light. be more open as to how how it comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah? Um, okay. Yeah. Because it can. They'll work. The universe works through us and through others. Um, and to celebrate our our wins and also be, be I always try to thank thank them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and just kind of having fun with it. Um, I do have, yeah, I have a, a a free training. It's like almost two hours long. Um, it's on my right. site, and yeah, it's it's uh, just under free stuff. And I go over a lot of the tips, like ways to strengthen, um, kind of like some fun tools to use. And what helps you with your intuition to keep your chops kind of? Keep aligned and attuned. Um, yeah, I right now at this point, I am when I need help or advice, I I tend to go sit down and and channel. However, that is just basically a deep meditation, um, and I think getting in the heart space is really important. So um, instead of being kind of in a funky place and being like, I just need to know the answer. Cause sometimes, you know, life is not always the easiest. and <laughs> We do send out some SOSs. Um, yeah. But what can I do to get myself in a heart space? Usually it's meditation, but it might be something as simple as a walk and then look at the situation and then connect um, and see what your thoughts or your feelings are about it. I like to try to get in a place of gratitude. So it could be a gratitude journal. It could be a meditation where you're accessing gratitude and then taking a look at the scenario that you're asking about. And that's going to be more in alignment with what you would hear from a psychic or, you know, from, from your soul. Mm-hmm. And explain yeah. heart space. What do you mean by that? And how do you know you're in that heart space? Um. I so heart space I would relate that with joy, um, expansiveness, ease, unattachment, appreciation, mm-hmm. uh, gratitude. So I, you know, mentioning earlier, like maybe making that list of the things that light up your soul. Those are also going to light mm. up your heart, and they're most likely going to mm-hmm. light up your body because <laughs> they're all they're mm-hmm. all really one and the same. We tend to separate mm-hmm. those things. Um, so making those not only maybe, uh, you know, on your calendar, okay, I need to get into nature more once a week to keep my vibration higher to do the maintenance, but also if I'm feeling low, what do I know works for me? What raises my vibration? So then you kind of have a go-to. And it might might not be as easy, but I'll, like if I'm feeling funky, I know I have to get out and get in nature and move my body. So even if I have to drag my little booty out of the house, um, Mm -hmm. I know that's going to be kind of my recipe to return back to 
my heart, which is really, you know, our truth. The mind is only meant to carry out uh, from the mm-hmm. heart. We tend to go to the mind for the answers, but but in our within our yeah, heart space, the heart, yeah, you know, they, yeah, they say it's the seat of the soul. So, yeah, accessing that joy, yeah, it and, is um, the seat of the soul. Mm-hmm. I'm just typing it, yeah. And there's a reason for that. I mean, there's so much more resonance within the heart, or what you know. One of my metaphysical teachers used to getting to the heart of the matter which is matter, devolving into matter, you know, to play it out, to see what really matters to us. And it is, um, is I love what you were saying, too, about really looking at what does the soul like to do, you know, what do you like to do. That simplicity, I feel, really can be very um, healing and nurturing for people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that is good. And I love, you know, one of my favorite questions if you really sit with it, it's very powerful is how would my soul see this? Yeah. So how would my soul see their soul? Very different usually. Yeah. The soul likes all kinds of things. Yeah, I love that. How would my soul see this? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, just trying on each perspective. I mean, I, you know, you know how it is. I, I can easily connect with my guides. They can tell me exactly what's going on. I still have to move into it with my will, right? Bree still has to yes. to move through it and make the choices. Um, and that's what we're all here doing to just learn. We're learning how to move more into love, more into our soul's perspective. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, being, being easy and compassionate to ourse- on ourselves and also not, I think, judging. We tend to judge, oh, this is a bad thought or this is an unwanted thing. When really it just is, right? And even if you try that on, the soul right. would judge it as wrong or not good enough. It just is. Um, everything mm-hmm. is really just kind of a gradient of love. It's not this like black and white thing. Yeah. Um, so how can I look? How can I maybe just take a baby step towards love, <laughs> towards my soul's perspective? <laughs> Doesn't yeah. have to be a leap, right? Just go in that direction. Just it wants to, you know. And it, it is. I agree with you. The gradient. It is varying degrees, but it's all mm-hmm. love, you know. And how can one go, you know, more into more into that? But what does? How would my soul? What did you say? How would my soul? How would this? my soul see it? Yeah. Yeah. And again, just like if it is a relationship thing, envisioning the other person is the soul. What are they here really teaching me? So they're not doing what I want them to, or they lied or whatever. But when I can see them as their soul, what might we have charted to learn together? What are they, if they existed to only ignite my light and to help me transform and step into my awakening and in my power, what are they, how Mm -hmm. are they helping me to do that in this? and then in that moment we unplug from the the wrestling match that can continue for again lifetimes right of of learning this lesson of whatever that might be empowerment or self-love or or, you know realization of our our oneness um the other thing i like to do or that i may recommend to clients sometimes is writing a letter to the other person's soul or even writing a letter to yourself 
from your soul. You can write money a letter. You can write literally anything but from the soul's perspective um, and also, like, you know, from – so instead of writing, you know, the husband or the wife or the ex-boyfriend, you know, dear John, why were you such an animal? Yeah. But, you know, it would be more like, dear John, thank you so much for doing this dance with me. I see that, you know, what we were really trying to learn is, and you can really access, you know, a lot of of the learning by just kind of trying that on. Well, I I love that, Um, Brie. It just expands you more into the the consciousness of the soul. It expands you out of duality, the push-pull of the polarity plane, you know, where you're rising above that and the him and Tiring. me you that and him, right? Yeah. 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 How long will we play this game? Yeah. Well, it's changing. Thank goodness. But it's, we're at the, I feel we're at the pinnacle of it to change it. Yeah. How long? It's so, oh my God. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and, and that's the game of there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. You know, there has to be an up and there has to be a down. Well, there's a within and a without and a to the left and to the right. And there's a, there's a off to the left and off to the right and slightly higher and slightly. I mean, there's so many perspectives on the, you know, soul level, the metaphysical or spiritual level. But what you're sharing with uh, everyone today, I feel, is a way to start tapping into that, you know, and something mm-hmm. that you can do no matter mm-hmm. where you are, how long, what level, but, but beginning to tap into that um it's it's very healing and empowering yeah and i think it's right. um so much more accessible than we believe it to be to be or maybe even want it to be like <laughs> yeah. um but just you know that sitting can with yourself true. can be you know, uncomfortable at first like just today i was going to i was creating some time to meditate and i noticed myself kind of dilly-dallying and thinking of things I needed to do. And that's just that reptile brain, that smaller self kind of wanting to stay the same. Um, So, yeah, being being easy on ourselves and just, you know, making, trying to make those dates with our soul. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Because we always feel, you know, so much better afterwards. Um, But, yeah, just a simple getting quiet within our soul's nudge, our intuitive nudge is soft. Um, so how can we kind of create that softness? Yeah. It does. It wants to coax us through. Yeah. (laughs) I think people are, um, so much more intuitive than they think or than, than that that we think. Um, yeah. So just when you go into meditation, what I generally tell my students over and over again, um, is trust the very first thing. Like once you're in that heart space, once you've kind of dropped out of the mind, um, and it's okay mm-hmm. to thoughts come up, that's totally normal, but when you are feeling kind of aligned and in that heart space, and then you ask whatever you're inquiring about, try to trust the very first thing that you hear or see or feel or just know. Um, not all of us are clairvoyant. I'm not actually that clairvoyant. I tend to be clairaudient and claircognizant. Mm-hmm. So I hear and I just I get downloaded. But if I had spent my years trying to be clairvoyant, that would have been 
frustrating. <laughs> so we are yes. all of them. We use them all. It's just not my strength. So just kind of being aware of mm-hmm. when you are in meditation, how do you how do you think you're receiving those um, messages through which way, and just you know honing in on that and you know nurturing those and kind of going with what you what you do get and a lot of times you know we I'll I'll be reading somebody and their dad will come through who's transitioned and um, I'll say you know oh he's showing me you sitting by the fireplace and uh, and I said I don't know I just keep seeing this vision and she said yeah that's where I sit every morning and I talked to him and I thought he was there but I didn't believe myself you know it's like we yeah we're not used to trusting it but no no they're there <laughs> yeah that's what I think sometimes yeah yeah I think we're more confirmers you know like yeah you're hearing mm-hmm. it you're on the right path you know there's that level of confirmation Oh, Brie, we're totally. winding out of time now. This has been absolutely wonderful. Tamara in the chat, thanks to you, Brie, Michelle. Very uplifting and inspirational. Something else, great sharing. Yes, absolutely great sharing. Oh, um, thank you. Thank you, Brie. Thank you for being a part yeah. of Awakenings and coming and sharing on the program. It's been really I, quite delightful. I appreciate it. I appreciate your community and everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, and I invite everybody to go in and take advantage of my, my free training that I have up on my site. It's under free stuff, um, Good resource. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, you Marie. Keep shining. Have a- thank you. You too. Okay, that was Bree Melanson, and for more information, you can go to BreeMellinson.com, and that's B-R-E-E-M-E-L. A-N-S-O-N. And, of course, there's more information about her in the description. Oh, wow, everybody. This has just been so amazing and such such great insight and awareness in the chat as well. Uh, love seeing everyone and everyone that called in. Thank you for co-creating this and everyone listening to the archives later. We love you. Love you. Love you. Oh, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritsledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritsledliving.com. Keep awake.